بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Now the discussion will be on the timing of expiation and the first is regarding وقت الوجوب the time of obligation the time of obligation of the expiation is the breaking is the breaking of the oath by doing what he made an oath upon as not to do and the opposite is that clear? Is that clear? Then in this case, the kafara becomes obligated, an obligation upon him. The expiation becomes an obligation. I repeat. Like for example, you make an oath not to do the repair on your car. Okay? Then you break the oath. Then in this case, the expiation becomes mandatory upon you by your breaking of the oath. Is that clear? And the opposite. You make an oath not to do such and such and you do such and such then the expiation becomes an obligation upon you by your oath by your breaking of this oath clear now? and this is a matter of uh, unanimous agreement between the scholars, related by Ibn al-Mundir and others. The second matter related to this is the timing of specifying the obligated from the kinds of expiations. Second, the timing on specifying what's obligated from the kinds of expiation. You know that the expiation is of different kinds, right? Then what's the timing? The scholars have differed regarding this matter. And the preponderating opinion is that the timing is the timing of when the, uh, uh, for the obligation of the kafara, when, 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 the ob when, the, when the kafara becomes obligated, then this is the timing. Accordingly, 
if he breaks his oath and he is wealthy okay but he did not expiate then he became poor unable to expiate in this case uh, it is not permitted for him to expiate by fasting you understand this is what is entailed by this matter shall I repeat the timing of specifying what is obligated from the kind of expiations. The preponderating opinion is that this timing is when the expiation becomes obligatory. So therefore, this entails consequences to this. So if he breaks his oath and he was wealthy, right? In this case, he should have done what? What is obligated upon him, right? According to the preponderating opinion. Expiate, right? Right? But he didn't. But he didn't. Then he became poor. In this case, he wasn't able to expiate. So therefore, he goes to the fasting. Right? You understand? Fasting, the three days. This is the preponderating opinion. And the evidence... Uh, is according to the following verse. The same verse of the oaths in Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, 89. فَكَفَّارَتُهُ إِطْعَامُ عَشْرَةِ مَسَاكِينَ مِنْ أَوْسَةِ مَا تُطْعِمُونَ أهليكم أو كسوتهم إلى قوله تعالى ذلك كفارة أيمانكم إذا حلفتم الله will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oaths but he will punish you for your deliberate oaths for its expiation for the deliberate oath meaning feeding ten مساكين poor on a scale of the average of what of that which you feed your own families or cloth them or manumit a slave but whosoever cannot afford that, you see that, then he should fast for three days. That is the expiation for the oaths when you have sworn and protect your oaths. Thus Allah make it clear to you his signs that you may be grateful. So, meaning if you break or intend to break. Now, if you break or you intend to break. So what is the point of evidence here from this verse? Allah Azza wa Jal obligated the feeding and the or the clothing or the uh, manumission of a slave when upon breaking and the breaking in Arabic is known as al-hinth upon breaking and this is when this is and this is the time when the expiation is obligated 
So therefore this indicates that what is considered is the time when the expiation is obligated. You understand? The other evidence is from the Sunnah. The other evidence is from the Sunnah. Is the hadith of Abi Hurair radiallahu anhu and the Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said whoever makes an oath and then finds other than it to be better than it then let him let him do that which is better look at this and expiate his of. So therefore here the Prophet ﷺ obligated the expiation by the breaking. And the breaking is when, when the obligation of the expiation so therefore it becomes as a settled debt. You understand? As a settled established debt when at the time when the expiation is obligated The third matter Yes, the, the, the Muslim is to preserve their oaths Yes Yes, that's what uh, we are commanded to But there are so many situations where uh, The Muslim uh, Makes these oaths In order to uh, stress something Or to uh, uh, Certify something etc. to many reasons now the third matter the third matter the time of expiating the time of expiating it is agreed amongst the scholars that the one who makes an oath that he expiates for it after he makes his breaking of it after he breaks it what about his uh, what about expiating before that before breaking it here the scholars differ on this and the preponderating opinion and Allah knows best is the permissibility of it the permissibility of it meaning to expiate before the breaking and this is the majority opinion this is the majority opinion of the scholars and the evidences uh, they cited 
the following verse, Surah At-Tahrim, verses 1 and 2. Surah At-Tahrim, verses 1 and 2. قال الله تعالى يا أيها النبي لما تحرم ما أحل الله لك تبتغي مرضات أزواجك والله غفور رحيم قد فرض الله لكم تحلة أيمانكم والله مولاكم وهو العلي الحكيم O Prophet why do you ban for yourself that which Allah has made lawful to you seeking to please your wives and Allah is oft And Allah is oft forgiving, most merciful. Allah has already, this is the point of evidence coming now. Allah has already ordained for you, O men, the dissolution, the dissolution of your oaths. And the expiation before breaking is a dissolution. Because it dissolutes the oath before the breaking. And after the breaking, it is an expiation. Because it, see, it shields the sin of the one who breaks the oath. So therefore, the verse indicates the permissibility to give the expiation before the breaking. Before the breaking. You understand? Look what Allah said here. Allah has ordained, has already ordained for you the dissolution of your oaths and the expiation before the breaking is a dissolution why? because it dissolutes the oath before the breaking and after the breaking it is a kafara it's an expiation, why? because it shields the sin of the breaker, the one who breaks the oath so therefore this ayah indicates the permissibility to for the kafara before before the breaking second in the same verse in the same verse Allah has ordained for you the dissolution of your oaths Allah Or rather in the, in, the, in the hadith Rather in the hadith of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari That the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said وَإِنِّي إِنشَاءَاللَّهِ And verily inshaAllah Allah willing I don't make an oath Then I find something better than it Except that I expiate for my oath And do that which is better And this hadith in Sayyid Muslim you see that? Also the hadith of Abdul Rahman bin Samura radiallahu anhu raising it to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and if you swear on something make an oath on something and you find something better instead then كفر عن يمينك expiate your oath and do that which is better and this is explicit explicit in permitting 
in permitting the expiation before the breaking. You see that? Because he said then in the hadith, thumma, and thumma necessitates succession, one after the other, or order, order rather. So this is the, the evidences for this, and this is the preponderating opinion that the expiation before the breaking is permissible. So a person, if he makes an oath to do something and then he finds an alternative which is better, then he break, then he expiates his oath and does that which is better. In accordance with the hadith. This is regarding the timing. Inshallah, we will continue this subject on other points of it. Inshallah, tomorrow. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa alayhi wa sallam. Wa alayhi wa sallam.